Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you all are having an incredibly awesome day today. And just giving you guys an update, I told you yesterday, we had, Dad and I had been getting prepped for basically a huge city commissioner meeting where they wanted to put a gigantic storage unit system right in the middle of a residential area with zero commercial space anywhere around it currently, right in the middle of neighborhoods. And there's a whole lot of topics when it comes to storage units in residential neighborhoods that I've seen and been exposed to over the years and that I was not okay with. And of course, they were trying to push it very, very heavily, trying to sell it to the public. And I was very pleased to say Dad and I showed up yesterday. Sharon actually showed up too. A lot of friends showed up. A lot of people we knew showed up. And everybody spoke their mind and stood their ground about being diametrically opposed to this. And the city commissioners were pretty much had no other choice but to rule in our favor and decline the commercial zoning of this area and to prevent these storage units from being in place. So I want to just give everybody a praise report on that. That was a huge deal to us is that there was absolutely zero want or reason to have these storage units in this area, and it was just another way to commercialize a very beautiful residential area and try to extract the maximum amount of ROI out of a small area with zero regard for the traffic, the public, or any of the citizens around that area. And this has been happening more and more throughout numerous parts of Florida, not just us. I've told you guys this before, and it's imperative that if you are in a town that you actually can make your voice heard in these commissioner meetings, get people together and stand up for what you believe and what you think in these areas. Because what's happening is more and more people are coming in as developers, they're coming in as realtors, they're coming in all these areas, and a lot of them, they've got you know pretty pretty large financial incentives to whore out some of these parts of Florida and other parts of the country. And so they come in and try to do everything they can to sell the public on how this is going to be great, this is going to be grand. And in reality, once you actually look at it, it's horrific. Another thing we're going to be doing on April 27th, if you guys want to show up there, the Polk County School Board District over there in Lakeland will be going there as well on the 27th. There's a bunch of stuff out online about it to demand that the Polk County School Board no longer requires this idiotic mass mandate on children that pretty much have virtually, in scientific research, virtually a 0% death rate when compared to a 330 million populace in the whole rest of the country. It's, it's virtually non-existent, the death rate of children from COVID, including the transmission of COVID from children. And this whole mass thing has become so outlandish. And a professor, Michael Brongard, and also Dr. Dieter Sedlak, both of them basically out of Germany. One, the Michael Brungard is director of the Hamburg Environmental Institute and co-founder of the world-renowned cradle-to-cradle environmental standard. And he basically, along with this doctor, have gone in now and started to do deep testing on a lot of these masks that are out and a lot of the main ones you see, the blue mask that everybody tries to hand you to wear and you throw them in the garbage. He is saying now that they've known this for months, but they're starting to find out more and more as these tests are coming back that people – are unwittingly running a huge risk of breathing in numerous carcinogens, 
allergens, and tiny synthetic microfibers by wearing the surgical mask for extended periods of time. His recent findings were backed by leading industry textile chemist Dr. Dieter Sedlak, managing director and co-founder of Modern Testing Services out of Osberg, Germany. And they found elevated concentrations of hazardous fluorocarbons, formaldehyde, and carcinogenic substances on the surgical face mask. He said the analytical tests by both of the experts have now thrown into doubt the very wisdom of whether or not people should be wearing any types of these masks for hours on end, and particularly school children factory workers, and people that are on long flights as they have an extremely high risk from long-term damage to the lungs through exposure from both restricted chemistry and microplastics, perhaps outweighing any type of exposure that could be to COVID. He said, what we are breathing through our mouth and nose, our mouth and nose is hazardous waste. They ran preliminary tests on surgical masks that had basically been used for a short duration and found enormous traces of chemicals as well as known carcinogens aniline as well as formaldehyde and optical brighteners. He said, honestly, I had not expected this level of PFCs, which are perfluorocarbons in these face masks. He said, they're releasing tiny microplastics as these polypropylene fibers break down from wear and tear, finding in tests that make mask shed microfibers into hazardous dust and you breathe them into your lungs. What he's saying is when you're wearing these masks for hours on end, especially when you're taking them off, putting them on, putting them in your pocket, holding them in your hand, he said you're basically killing yourself. This is what he goes into detail in this article. You're breathing in aggressively in most cases extreme levels of these plastic pieces along with numerous other carcinogens. And because your breathing is labored and because you're trying to get more oxygen and naturally because you're restricting your airflow, you're embedding these pieces of plastic and these carcinogens deep inside the lung tissue. And in most cases, because people are wearing these masks all day long, day after day after day, these toxins are starting to build up at a rapid rate. And he believes we're going to start seeing significant amount of long-term health issues with individuals with lungs, especially lung cancer, even in people that do not smoke cigarettes. Do you hear what I'm saying, folks? These masks are killing everybody slowly. We brought this up last summer when we started to discuss the aspect of even when people are wearing homemade cloth masks, majority of people are not handling masks. Actually, hardly anybody I've ever seen handle these masks appropriately, nor dispose of them after 20 to 30 minutes of use. They take them off, put them on, take them off, put them on, sometimes 20 to 30 times a day. Every time you do that, you're getting bacteria from your hands. You're getting other type of toxins and viruses on the mask that is now increasingly more damp every time you wear it and it is literally a petri dish for bacteria growth that you are now breathing in that's just on cloth mask then with the 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 mask that they're telling everybody to wear in these boxes they're pushing more and more chemicals toxins including formaldehyde and plastic into your lungs on a daily basis this is not okay under any circumstances and it's about time and this is why i've been adamant Adamant. I have done this with so many businesses, I can't even keep count. There was even a business I went to, I think it was last week, and I had stopped by, and I was basically going in to uh, talk to somebody about something, and they said, well, you have to wear a mask. They, they pull out a box of the blue mask. They said, you have to wear this. I said, no. I'm completely healthy. I'm COVID-free. I'm not wearing that. Well, you have to wear a mask to come in. I said, then I'm not going to come in. 
well, then you're going to have to leave. I said, you're telling me you don't want money. You don't want my business. Well, we're telling you that's our policy, okay? My policy is not to support companies that are trying to actively decrease and hurt my health. See you guys later. And that's pretty much what I told about now. I don't even get in a dither about it. I don't get mad about it. I just automatically go, okay, check that one off the list. I will refuse to do business with them again. And if more and more people started doing that, these small businesses and a lot of these other businesses would stop trying to force people to compromise their own health and safety based off their asinine, idiotic, non-scientific-based idea that wearing some type of toxic-filled mask that's made in China is somehow going to miraculously protect you from a virus that is much, much, much smaller particles than the mask even attempts to stop. And they clearly say that on the boxes as well. So again, we'll be hitting up the Polk County School Board and demanding they stop this asinine policy that they have been demanding over the last pretty much almost year now because doing this to these kids is not okay. It's not healthy. On top of the oxygen deprivation, not okay at all. So, again, I encourage you, I encourage everyone, get active on your local level. We're not going to be able to do anything right now against the bumbling buffoon in office. I've told you guys that. They already rigged the election. They've got 10-foot fences with National Guard troops and razor wire around the Capitol. They've made it known that they do not care about the people. They do not abide by a government by the people for the people, and they're going to do everything they can. So that gives us option B. That means on a state and local level, we have to start demanding our voice be heard all the way down to the county and the city level and do not comply with unlawful demands. If somebody says it's a requirement, you strap on a face mask, decrease your oxygen and ingest formaldehyde into your lungs, your response needs to be absolutely not. Absolutely no way, shape or form am I going to subject myself to that level of toxic exposure because you want it done, because you want to feel better about yourself, because you don't take care of your health and you eat junk food all day. It's time that we make our voices heard. Civil disobedience and standing at your convictions and making them known on a local level is the most effective thing we can do right now. And if you're in such a compromised communist city or state that there is no more reasoning anymore and that the communists have pretty much taken them over, then it's time that you may want to go to a different state or different county or different city. Just my opinion on that. But continuing to give your taxpayer dollars and continuing to sit idly by and silent and not do anything while you see stuff happen in your local community is no longer a luxury we have anymore in this country. Get loud, stand your ground, and continue to maintain your convictions, Dad. What do you think? Also, very, very well said. In fact, Trump's loss is going to be a boom for the patriot community. You know, why is that? Well, the Q garbage is finally, you know, coming to a halt and everybody realizes Trump's not the savior. He's deeply compromised, deeply flawed, deeply disturbed, deeply. Okay, I'm not going to go there. He's he's awful. All right. He did the Q red flag gun laws, all the stuff that he pushed on us. He's gone now. And the Q stuff is gone. And a lot of the Q promoters are actually coming out now and saying, hey, look, we were wrong. We were wrong. We really apologize. We missed the Lord. We missed this. We missed that because a lot of them claim to be prophets. The reality is that it's going to be the best thing that ever happened to the United States having Trump lost to Trump to lose. Why? Because we're all getting awake now. We're all doing stuff. We're not waiting from some savior in the White House who wasn't even a savior. who was a fake Rothschild cutout plant to basically get everybody to go to sleep. Again, they made a mistake. They should have kept Trump in for four more years. 
because they're the ones who basically took him out by complete and total election fraud so that we would not awaken. See, when Japanese attack Pearl Harbor, they've said, oh, now all we've done is awaken a sleeping giant. We, friends, me and you in Austin, all of our listeners and all of the patriots in the United States, we are the sleeping giant, and we've had enough. You know, we went to this meeting yesterday. Now, I'm going to say something to you guys. This is really important. When you get in front of a group of county commissioners or city commissioners or planning commissions or school board officials, what you don't want to do is get angry and start yelling and screaming and carrying on. And tell me, let me tell you why. Because, number one, it just makes them mad. And, number two, they stop listening to you. Remember when you were a kid and your parents started yelling at you? And all of a sudden, you just tuned them out, and you went somewhere else in your head, and you thought, I can't believe i got to listen to my mom and dad. They're being such brats right now. All right? That's how they act. you got a really low IQ, and a lot of these people that are involved in these different things, especially in the school boards. Now, the planning commission last night, they were all pretty bright, as so they listened to us. But Austin and I both went up there. We were very cordial. We were very respectful. We just gave them the facts. Here are the facts. You know, here's one of the other things that we really pointed out last night, and let it, many of the other people came up there and spoke about it, too is that, you know, some of the setbacks on the back of the property lines now and these housing developments are putting in are 10 feet. Now, you hear what I'm saying? Eight feet on the sides, 10 feet on the back. That means there's no backyard. So if you have a setback, you can't build 10 feet to the backyard. You don't even have room to put a swing set for your children to be in your own backyard. And we pointed this out to the planning commission that this is not okay. And one of the commissioners actually came in and planning committee said, look, we probably need to change this and change this zoning and change the way we're doing this with these neighborhoods. Back in the old days, they used to give you 50, 60, 100 feet or whatever in the backyard. And that would give you enough room to put a play set in or a swimming pool in or a plastic pool or whatever you wanted to do. Ten feet now? Are you kidding me? You can't even – they're building the house to the 10-foot line, so you're not even legally allowed to put a mini pool in there because you'll be within the setbacks. You can't do anything. So this is a real problem that we're having here in central Florida with this massive growth. These people are coming in and they're, for lack of a better word, whoring out the area. That's what they're doing, and they're turning it into a, quote, bedroom community that nobody lives in. What does that mean? We're 50 miles from Tampa. We're 50 miles from Orlando here, probably 30 from Orlando, 50 from Tampa, 45 from Tampa. So people are finding that the cost of living in Orlando and Tampa is so high, they'd rather drive an hour to work and an hour back and just sleep here. That's it. Bedroom community. They sleep and they leave. They don't become part of the city. They don't become part of the community. They don't become part of anything. And then they told us how they were going to have tens of thousands of jobs brought in from the giant 1.1 million square foot Amazon warehouse four miles from my home. And, of course, Amazon brings in dozens of buses a day, bringing people from other area to work. Yeah, how about that? So all of it was a lie. So we brought all of that stuff up, but we brought it up very nicely last night. And I even addressed each of the commissioners by name. So they would realize that I was respecting them. And then I said to them, I said, I had distressed them all by name, and I said, look, here's the deal. How about we put these 200 RV spots and these 500 or 1,000 mini warehouse storage spots in your neighborhood? Why don't we put them next door to you so you guys can deal with the traffic? All of a sudden, they started thinking, oh, wow, we don't want it in our neighborhood either. In fact, one of them even said that. In fact, it was so funny last night that there were like six of these commissioner guys sitting up there, right? And nobody would even make a motion to get rid of this thing or make it happen. Finally, somebody said, 
look, we've got to do something. We don't want to vote on this. Nobody wants this. It was the funniest thing you guys ever saw. And finally, one of no motion. We, we, we motion that we shell it. We table it. We kill it. We're done with it. It's not going to happen. So now it's got to go before the city commission. I'll let you guys know when that's going to happen. But guys, it's so important that we get involved in local politics. We have to. Trump's gone. Q's gone. Q never existed. Trump never existed. It was a show. It was just a show to calm us all down so we wouldn't do anything. Now we have over a thousand companies that are Rothschild controlled, BlackRock controlled, completely and totally globalist controlled companies that are get going against Georgia now because Georgia wants to have people show IDs. Here's some of the names. You'll recognize them. Amazon. <laughs> there we go. AMC Theaters. All these are Kabbalist controlled. Airbnb, Belk, <laughs> Gap, Hilton, Facebook, Estee Lauder, Envision, Hewlett Packard, Intel, JetBlue, Linked, Laurel USA, Macy's, McDonald's, Microsoft. Yeah, all of this stuff is being controlled by the cabal or the cult that rules the world. You know, CNN, the Communist News Network, CNN. The Kabbalist News Network, CNN, the cult-controlled network. <laughs> it's just the same people, and we need to understand this. All of the major media is owned and controlled by these organizations. We also have Verizon, <laughs> PayPal, Uber, Best Buy, Capital One, Dow, Hewlett-Packard, you know, Starbucks, there's a big surprise with Starbucks, United Airlines, Under Armour. The other day, I had bought a pair of underarm tennis shoes and a 90-day return policy. I took them back because of this and because they were pushing white privilege and white nonsense and teaching white racism, not against, you know, other races, but racism against whites and PepsiCo. Surprise, surprise, surprise. So these are the groups of companies that I ask you not to support. I've posted this on the website. I've tried to pull the entire thousand companies up. There's a thousand of them. Remember I told you they always use cutouts and they control everything? A thousand major U.S. corporations have gone against Georgia now for wanting to show IDs. <laughs> they, want, they want you to have a passport for your vaccines. You must have a passport, peasant, to enter. Okay, you must wear a mask, peasant. But they let these people walk in and say, I'm Joe Smo, give me a give me a ballot. Okay, here Joe Smo, how about five? Let me give you five ballots. And this is what they do. It's the most silly thing I've ever seen. It really is. So I'm I'm glad we're getting involved in all of this. By the way, former CIA chief, James Woolsey, this is a little bit out in the, out in the Narnia here, says he was skeptical about aliens until a friend's aircraft was paused at forty thousand feet. Wait a minute. He basically spoke to the Black Vault on Friday to promote his new book, and he said he's more open to the idea of an alien life and, and UFOs than previously. And so he said if someone told him that he, who he respected, his plane was stopped midair. So, guys, we're getting more and more and more of this soft disclosure out there. Why? Because they're going to tell us, because Trump signed that thing in that stimulus package, that you basically are not alone in the universe. Now, just to make sure that you stay unbelievably, how should I say, incapable of concrete, rational thought, 
Oregon Department of Education has pushed a course claiming that math, this is it, math, mathematics, one plus one is equal to two, that math is racist because it requires the correct answer. Wait a minute. So two plus two equals five? Well, yeah, because you don't have to have the right answer because if you have to do mathematics, it has to be racist. A class called A Pathway to Equitable Math Instruction describes itself as an integrated approach to mathematics that centers black, Latin, and multilingual students and provides opportunities for self-ongoing reflection as they seek to develop an anti-racist math practice. (laughs) You can't even make it up. White supremacy culture infiltrates math classrooms in everyday teacher actions, the guide states, coupled with the beliefs that underlie these actions, that they believe that one plus one equals two, which is racist, and two plus two equals four. It's racist. Two plus two is equal to five. Don't you understand? Because these blacks perpetuate educational harm on blacks and Latinos and multilingual students, denying them full access to the world of mathematics because two plus two is equal to 20. Don't you understand? And if you think it's different than that, Okay, here's the problem with this asinine application. I'm about to get upset here. I'm going to go to engineering school, and I don't know mathematics. I'm going to go to engineering school, and they're going to hire me to build a bridge. Oh, here we go. And they're going to hire me to build a a skyscraper. And I don't believe that one plus one is equal to two. It could be anything I want it to be. So I'm going to fudge the numbers, and I'm going to build this bridge, and I'm going to put a 500-foot clear span, but I don't know how to do the math to make sure it doesn't collapse and everybody doesn't die. Oh, oh wow, that'd be kind of stupid. Or how about this? I'm going to work for Boeing Airlines, and Boeing Airlines has to hire me because I've been trained properly. And Boeing Airlines is going to tell me to fly a plane and to take a plane and design a plane. And the FFA is going to say, it's okay because math is racist. Go ahead and put this plane in the air and start building it. And it starts crashing and people start dying. And they go, oh, wow, we don't know what happens. There was a movie out a few years ago. I forgot the name of it. You guys remember it. And some guy who was pretty dumb got caught basically in a body cube that got him basically frozen for 500 years. And after 500 years, he woke up tube opened up and he was the smartest person around and everybody else was a complete and total moron they couldn't think they couldn't do anything wow is that where they're taking us are they showing us with their lesser magic like they always do with hollywood their white magic what they're going to do and how they're going to manipulate us and change us and dumb us down one plus one equals to five two plus two equals to 20 two plus two could equal anything you want it to do What in the world happened to us, friends? How did we get here? How did we get here? Austin, what do you think? Well, that's well said. You know, I was reading the same article here this morning, you know, and I've brought this up for the last couple months because this has been a trend that's starting to go together. And as you can see in all these directions, you know, a, a grown man with his male genitalia now says he wants to be a girl or you have like the pervert cross-dressing Richard Levine now and the, the health secretary for the country <laughs> cross-dressing pervert says that children need to be all have access to puberty blockers. This math is racist. You know, the white supremacy culture is focused on getting the right answer and requiring students to show their work. Here's also where this 
is going to go. I'm letting you know this right now. Dad nailed it on the head with engineering school and everything else. That's our, we've already seen some of that now because kids are being pushed through school without any type of actual schooling. Another thing we're going to start seeing as well, and I personally think this is being done intentionally. It's another thing they did with COVID intentionally is the entire aspect of online learning and schooling where it's extremely easy now to cheat on most of these exams. There's actually websites dedicated now to cheating on exams from what I've been told. So it's becoming to the point now where these kids in the next three, four, five years throughout high school, throughout college, are going to be getting these degrees. They're literally not going to know anything. Now, here's where the kicker is really going to go, and this is one of the biggest things it's going to have. So say you are doing a transaction. Somebody comes up to you, and they've been taught from the Oregon Department of Education, and they went through all their math in high school, that math is racist. So any number, essentially, that they come up with is the right answer because, you know, they're told it's right. So if 1 plus 1 equals 10, that's fine. So they come in, they buy something from you for $5. They hand you a $10 bill. They hand you a $10 bill. The item's 5. So what should you hand them back? A $5 bill. They hand you a 10, it's a $5 item, they get $5 back. So what happens is you hand them the $5 and they go, whoa, 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 what is this? What is this? You go, you handed me a 10, bud, it's, it's a $5 item, it's, here's $5 back. No, it's not. I handed you a 10. 10 minus 5 is 100. You racist son of a gun, do I have to sue you now? You owe me $100. Bro, I don't owe you $100. You handed me a 10, the item's 5, I'm handing you a 5 back. No, I'm calling the cops now. You just robbed me. 10 minus 5 is 100, and I said so. Now you're racist, and I'm filing a complaint on you because you basically committed a hate crime on me. Tell me that's not where we're going with this right now, with the level of stupidity that we're starting to promote in all these different sectors. You do what I tell you to do or you're racist. You go where I tell you to go or you're racist. You give me your money or you're racist. That's what's being used. The term racist is so frivolous now. It doesn't even mean anything anymore. It doesn't. It's as sad as that is. It doesn't mean anything anymore. I mean, every, ter- every, every item, every idea, every person is now labeled racist if you basically disagree with them. Now, here's where it's going to head even further. I saw this the other day, and Dad kind of brought this up. I'm going to expand on it with airlines. United Airlines just put out a tweet, if you saw this, that said, our flight deck, not not stewardess, our flight deck should reflect a diverse group of people on board planes of every day. That's why we're planning for 50% of our 5,000 pilots we train in the next decade to be women or people of color. Now, I'm going to go out on a limb here and just throw this out here. Why don't you, as an airline company, hire people that they have the lowest chance of crashing the plane, that are the best pilots for the job? I can tell you this along with pretty much anybody I ever know. Every time I've gotten on a plane, the last thing I'm concerned about is what color the pilot is or if the pilot's a male or a female. My biggest concern is man, I really hope this is a well-skilled pilot that has an adequate amount of hours and knows how to handle this plane accordingly if there's an emergency and he gets us there safely. And I pray every time I get on a flight. That's what I think about. I don't walk in there and go, oh, my gosh, the the pilots are white. Oh, this isn't good. They they need to at least have one black and one white pilot. This is not okay. This is a racist plane. We, We can't fly on this plane, guys. We have to get off this plane right now. It's racist. 
Nobody has ever even implied that, ever. So now you have United Airlines saying it doesn't matter what the quality is. It doesn't matter the individuals. We just have to make sure half of our pilots are now women and people of color to be diverse, regardless of their skill set, regardless of their hours, regardless of their background, regardless if they've been at failed flight school multiple times. we got to hire them. This is not only downright dangerous, it's downright stupid. And this is where they're taking it. And Dad's exactly right with that movie. I think it was called uh, Idiocracy, I think it was. It's kind of a weird movie. It's a big spoof. It's a comedy. It's got a lot of weird stuff in it. But a lot of the stuff they display in there, it's made as a giant joke. But quite frankly, it came out like 20 years ago. It's starting to come true. And quite frankly, if you went to bed in the early 2000s and you got frozen basically in a cryo sleeper and you woke up and, you know, 20, you know, 2100, guys, I don't know if the movie's going to be that far off. I really don't. The level of stupidity that we've fallen just in the last decade since the gay Kenyan took office, you can watch the decline of the country. As soon as he started saying grown men have the right to use bathrooms with little girls, that was the first nail in the coffin, the first domino that was kicked to really start stupefying the entire country. At least the people that don't want to be awake and don't want to wake up. It really was. So again, as I said and as Dad said, how far are we going to let this go? And he's right. Trump being out of office now has woken up so many people. I've seen this firsthand now because so many people don't have the scapegoat to say, oh, no, you know what, Trump's in office. Everything's going to be okay because a lot of us did that. I even did that when he first got elected. I'm not going to lie. Everybody's just like, oh, Trump's in. This is a man of the people. He's going to start standing his ground. Everything's going to change. The problem was it, it didn't. It didn't at all, actually. It just continued to allow the left communists to use him as a scapegoat to further push their agenda to make sure that anybody that was a Trump supporter, a patriot, a nationalist, a Christian is now in the same category and are demonizing us. Now we're seeing what's going on with this Vax movement and the anti-vax movement. Jared Salenti says he believes we're about to have a vax war in the next couple of years. He, I was read an article or I mean, he said to make a point on how they're going to sell this. He said they're selling it now that there's going to be a new strain of COVID and you better prepare for it. It's going to happen every year and you're going to have to get vaccinated every year for every strain. He goes, that's why we're seeing this anti-vax movement. He goes, on top of that, you're seeing the economy in blue states is performing much worse than in red states, especially the red states that are open. He said it's fueling big government to raise taxes. He said the streets out here in New York are dead. They're all dead. Now they're raising taxes. First thing they did was raise tolls. Then they raised gas taxes. Now they're raising soda tax and sales tax and property tax and school tax. He said business is dead. New York City's dead. Brooklyn's dead. Everybody's moving out of the state. He said that's what they're doing. And now they're blaming all the red states and all the conservatives for the failures of the blue states. Hmm. Doesn't that kind of sound like the pretext to the Civil War? Doesn't that kind of sound like they're going to start doing massive taxes on big states like like Texas and Florida? Do you see that coming out here with the bumbling buffoon Biden of what he's doing? How long before we start seeing federal taxes increase on states that actually have good economies to help the overall country, to make sure we can make up for the rest of the country that's been hurt by the pandemic? We start having massive federal tax increases. or We start having federal state tax. 
I don't even know how that's going to work out, but bubbly Mifun Biden's got the bankers behind him, and they've pretty much figured out for the last five centuries how to extract every single penny they can out of the general populace by force. They've been a great job at that. Lying satanic banking cartel that's running the country again through the Federal Reserve. So how long till that happens now? Wake up and realize we have to start making changes on the state level and the city level and the county level. Oregon is pretty much becoming a failed state like California. I mean, heck, they decriminalize heroin. I mean, how stupid do you have to get out in Oregon? Hence why they're having all these idiots flood to Oregon now to do dope all the time. Hence why they have this huge Antifa presence, just running around spray painting stuff and vandalizing stuff all the time. By the way, what you have seen zero media coverage on over the last couple months, Antifa firebombing the courthouses, spray painting, graffiti, vandalism, theft, destruction of property, all that's still been going on in Oregon. It's media silence. Now you have these groups that are basically hardcore leftist BLM terrorist runners. They're now saying that be prepared if they don't get the verdict on this trial case with what happened with George Floyd, they're basically going to set buildings on fire. They said, don't be surprised when buildings are on fire. And they have blatantly said, all hell is going to be breaking loose if we don't get our verdict on this. Now, I'm not going to get into a long, drawn-out oratory with the whole thing with George Floyd. There's a whole lot of weird stuff with that situation. whole lot of weird stuff. And again, are we going to see a revisit of last summer again? 2020 summer with the burnings and lootings and fire bombings and muggings and knifings and carjackings all across the country, primarily in democratically red cities again. We're going to see that again. Are we spooling up for 2.0 2020? It appears so. So I encourage my friends, my family, my health masters, listeners, stay prepped. Stay armed. Do not go try to get in active engagements with these clowns. Do not at all. You've already seen what they did to the couple in St. Louis. You already see what they try to do. Now, if it comes down to protecting your business, your family, your home, your property, by all means, use what legal force you have at your disposal and your state laws. But do not go actively out trying to find a fight with these guys because they will make sure they try to eviscerate you in the media even if you win the fight. But when it comes to protecting your family, oh, yeah, you better get prepared. Your family, your friends, your city, your town, your businesses, stand your ground on that, my friends. Continue to stay prepared for what's about to occur because there's definitely some stuff brewing on the back end, and they're getting ready for it, Dad. What do you think? Uh, Again, you're right. I mean, the whole thing about it is is that, you know, we've got to stand together in unison right now. The patriot community has to come together, and we are. I mean, this show is unifying so many people around the country. I mean, I, I talked to one of my neighbors yesterday. They listen to the show on an ongoing basis now. And, and we need to understand that if we don't do what's right in God's eyes, if we don't put Jesus Christ first in our life, if we don't put the great I am at the center of our life and we don't follow biblical principles, we're going to lose the country. We're going to go back to ancient Rome, back to the pagan rituals and all the crazy stuff that they're already doing and all the crazy stuff that they're wanting us to be involved in. We can't allow that to happen. That's progressivism. It's not progressivism. It's retroism. It's going back to the way it used to be before Christianity came here. And that's what they want. They want to get rid of our belief in Christ because they know that through him all things are held together. And they know that without Jesus in our lives that we are powerless against him. God showed me that last week in a vision he gave me. Without Christ, it's impossible to stand against this. But with Christ, they have no chance against us. And they understand that. That's why it's an all-out hatred against 
Protestants and Catholics who are white in the United States and Christians who are white all over the world because they wanted to destroy us because we were the glue that held Western civilization together. Like it or not, those are the history books. Now, did we do everything right? Absolutely not. Slavery brought to you by the Kabbalists, by the Luciferians, was absolutely horrific and horrendous, run out of the Rothschild, quote-unquote, banking cartel, Kabbalist group out of Europe. Of course, the Rothschilds really weren't involved in all that in the beginning. It was just their little predecessors and their grandfathers and granddaddies and great-grandfathers who were involved in all that. They ran the slave trade out of England. Look it up and see who they were. Very easy to figure out. Those were horrible, horrible things. But the white people were involved in it. They were. But then again, there were black people too that owned slaves in the United States. And we have to understand that a lot of white people were also slaves in the United States. So history has twisted everything. It's like they twist the statistics on COVID. Look at this. 246 fully vaccinated Michigan residents catch COVID-19. 19 or three die. Unbelievable. Michigan now the epicenter of the American COVID outbreak, another democratically controlled stronghold hellhole, is desperately begging the federal government for more vaccines. But reports show a rash of infections for fully vaccinated patients might provoke a rethink. The Detroit News reported that as many as 246 vaccinated Michigan residents later tested positive for the deadly bug, including three who have died. The cases were reported between January the 1st and March 31st, and 246 had a positive test 14 or more days after they'd received the last dose of the vaccine. So obviously the vaccine's not working. And so what are they saying from AstraZeneca? What is the acknowledgement that they're giving you after acknowledging it causes blood clots, which cause your heart to stop, which cause you to have stroke? Oh, by the way, it also kills you. Update today. As EMA officials, including the agency's head, Emmer Cook, started answering questions. More reports hit the tape, citing a document sent by the EMA to the health ministries of member states. In it, EU managers reportedly urged to coordinate the use of AstraZeneca to help stop misinformation from spreading. So here's what they did. Here were the statements they came out with. The EMA finds a possible link to blood clots. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's just straight out admission. The EMA confirms that the benefit-risk Basically remains positive on the Astra shot. As long as you don't die from it, you guess you get a good positive result from it. The EMA specific risk factors, you know, are basically warning people for women who are under 60. And most cases are reported within two weeks of vaccination. But here in the United States, we only check for 20 minutes. You know, immune response could be one possible explanation. In other words, your immune system goes nuts. And a combination of blood clots and low blood platelets could be caused. And EMAs included today that unusual blood clots with low blood platelets should be listed as a side effect of the vaccine. I mean, they're coming out and they're telling you that AstraZeneca causes blood disorders. It causes you basically to die. But yet they're still shooting it up in the people by the hundreds of thousands, not millions. Oh, by the way, remember, remember when Donald Trump started his big sanctions against China? Well, guess what? As I told you what happened, the U.S. trade deficit hit a record high in February. After 2018-2019 rebound and U.S. trade bounced to a three-year low, 
as Trump had adjusted the relationship, the trade deficit now has surged from the start of the pandemic to the latest data showing at $71.1 billion, the largest trade deficit in U.S. history from a revised $68.8 billion a month earlier. This was slightly worse than the expected $70.5 billion deficit. Now, why has this happened? Why, even though Trump did all of this, here's why it happened. The globalists don't want America to be an economic powerhouse. They don't want us having a manufacturing base ever again. They want us destroyed. They have to destroy the United States of America because when they were polled, when the Frankfurt School was polled and they looked at the people, they said, why won't you accept communism? Why won't you do what you need to do as far as becoming part of the collective? The people came out and basically said, America, the United States of America, the beacon on a hill, <laughs> we don't want to be communists. We want to be like America. So they had to destroy the United States. They had to take it down so that there would no longer be a beacon on the hill for the communists to come in and infiltrate the entire planet. The Kabbalists are the communists, period. That's who they are. They're the ones who basically funded the Russian Revolution and pushed for the entire Russian civilization to have 100 million people murdered by these guys to try to force their paradigm shift into the Russian people. So they had to kill 100 million to get it done. You think they're not planning on doing that to the whole planet? Do you think this COVID example of what they're doing is not going to be a massive kill-off of the population of the planet? It's exactly what it's going to be. And see, now Donald Trump is gone, which he did try to do a few things, right? I'll give him that. But now he's gone. And now we've got the <laughs> gay Kenyan pretty much running the Biden administration with his transgender wife, Michelle, and this Camilla Ho Harris, all of this stuff is going on here right in front of our eyes. Good thing is the patriots are waking up. Oh, you know, I have to give transgenders a little bit of kudos here. There have been 255 transgender inmates now requesting transfer to women's prisons after California passes new law. <laughs> For those who are wondering how the Democrats' equality at requiring people to be treated according to their gender identity will operate if passed, we're getting some foreshadowing in California. On January the 1st, the law would affect holding that the state prisoners must be housed in a facility consistent with their gender identity, regardless of their anatomy. To date, 261 prisoners, 255 of them biological men, have asked to be relocated. Now, I got to give these guys credit where credit's due. <laughs> Just got to do it, guys. I'm going there right now. If you're a guy and you're in a prison and you basically have no access to any type of female companionship, what better way to say, I want to have a girlfriend, than to say, I'm a girl, transfer me to a woman's prison. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm getting tired of getting gang raped in the shower every night by these weirdos. I'd rather just go ahead and hang out with the girls. I mean, this is insanity. And I don't, don't get me wrong. I think the prison system in the United States is an abomination. It's part of the quote-unquote, how should I say, military-industrial prison-type slave system that we have. It's horrible, people being in jail for smoking pot. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my whole life. Stupid. But, guys, this is where it's going to go. We're going to have complete and total utter chaos in the prison system because of this. What do you think, Austin? What's your next story? No, I, can't. I had this conversation with my buddy who's a sheriff the other day, and he was like, "Yeah, honestly, he goes, I can't, uh, I can't blame these guys. You know, you could sit in the male prison and basically get in fights all the time and try not to get raped all the time, and basically just constant conflict and constant cortisol, or you can just say, hey, you know what? I'm a chick, and they transfer the women's prison, and 
you kind of just go in there and <laughs> have fun. And I mean, cause he goes, a lot of the girls, and because I said that, I said, well, I mean, are, he's, are they going to be like raping these girls? He goes, no, man. He goes, a lot of those girls in the female prisons are complete degenerates as well. Not all of them. He said, but a lot of them are pretty wild. He said, they're just going to be a big, giant, you know, mess all the time. And he goes, what I'm curious to see is what happens in nine months when half the female population is pregnant, how are they going to handle that in the prison system? I said, I don't know. Not my problem. Definitely not a, uh, not a thing you probably need to be doing. But again, this is, this is how it goes when it starts going full retard on this. And I, I mean that accurately. Just when you just start going stupid where there's no logic, there's no reasoning, there's no concept of reality-based decisions anymore, you just start saying, well, we're going to do this because somebody says it makes them feel better. doesn't matter if it makes sense. doesn't matter if it's healthy. doesn't matter if it's factual. This one person said it will make them feel better if we do it, so we're going to subject the entire populace to this. This is where it goes. Fine example as well. Have you seen in California? You guys know I've repeatedly brought up Ten Horn Flats Restaurant in Burbank. Told you guys to go over there and support them the best you can. Um, they have been the co-owner has now been arrested for a third time. They posted a video up online. And remember, this place did not have any COVID outbreaks. This place did not have any health problems. This place did not have any violations as far as from a health standpoint, except they refused to shut down their business. And they actually, even I found out, apparently moved to outdoor dining a month ago. So they had their outdoor patio set up. They grill all their burgers inside. Apparently they make super good burgers. One of their uh, popular ones is basically like a blue cheeseburger, which I've, I've always loved blue cheeseburgers. That's just something I love. I try not to eat them very often. But when I do eat one, they're good. <laughs> and so they've continually, I've told you the story, they've continually been going after these guys. Now they, they shut off their power. They brought generators in to run everything. Then they said, well, your exit sign doesn't work by the door over here. Now it's a, a hazard, a danger fire hazard, and now we're shutting down your business. Well, they posted a video on Monday. The health department came in there, got three-quarter inch, basically plywood again, used probably – they used a nail gun this time, used probably 100 to 150, probably 14, 16 penny nails throughout the whole plywood. I mean, top to bottom, all around, boarded this thing in there, then put about 50 orange sandbags up about four to five feet high up the door so they could not get the door and pry it off without removing all the sandbags. So the co-owner said, all right, cool, Let's, we'll do this again. And he goes in there and listen, he's on his property. This is his business that he owns. He moves the sandbags to the sign, sit aside, him and his buddy take a pry bar, boom, pop the plywood off, which I'm sure that was fun with all those nails in it, threw that in their back dumpster, opened the shop back up, started cooking burgers. People came in, started packing the place out. Well, they came by basically at about uh, 9.40 a.m. the next morning when he was back going into the restaurant arrested him on another bogus suspicion misdemeanor charge. Again, because remember, they can't, there's no legitimate charges for this. Remember, I told you the first time he got arrested, it was for um, suspicion. It was, what was it? Suspicion of defying an order or something. I mean, it, it was a totally bogus, made-up statute. You know where, anywhere in the state would somebody get charged with this under normal circumstances. So moving sandbags on your own property isn't technically illegal, so it's like suspicion to non-comply with a court order. 
just just bogus stuff. They arrested him again. He got released again. It's third time getting arrested in like a week and a half. And because these are such minor misdemeanors, there's they can't really do anything and hold him indefinitely. And so they're back at it again. Now the city is now the city is threatening to do a SWAT raid on the building while they're open and to arrest all the workers inside the next time they open up with a full blown military ridden SWAT team. That's what they're threatening with them now. Guys, is is this America? I, I don't know. I'm kind of a twilight zone over in California. Because it's definitely a communist state. You can't even deny that anymore. I mean, this this is no more about COVID, no more about health and safety, as it is about complete and total compliance. They are so mad in the city department and so mad with basically the county that these guys will not comply with their demands. This is what they're doing now. And this is what happens when tyranny and communism run amok. And there is no oversight, and there is no demand for a government by the people for the people. That's why it is so crucial you get involved on a local area the best you can, especially if you are in a small town. Also, too, in other news, I wanted to bring this up real quick, give everybody a heads up, because this I've noticed this personally when I've, I've done these before. There's now something they're talking about called Zoom Zombies, and the Root Insurance Distracted Driving Awareness Survey is starting to find out now that a huge percentage of motorists are having accidents and you know minor, some of them major, after they're having extremely long video conferencing platform sessions all day long. They said the age of the person behind the wheel impacted differently on how old they were. They said that Generation Xers, the attendance problem dropped 48%. Millennials was 61%. Gen Z was 65%. They went on to say now that don't zoom and drive is becoming a popular refrain. They said as many abruptly shifted to a virtual environment, Americans' reliance on technology dramatically increased with their screen time, causing majority of drivers to carry this distracted behavior in their vehicles. They said use of video conference tools all day long has skyrocketed since March. Experts explain that video conferencing saps more brain power than in-person ones because you have to constantly pay attention, usually to multiple people. Participating in a video call, usually from your home, requires you to block out all personal belongings, surroundings, interruptions from roommates and spouses, children's running around, household chores, etc. They said the ability to zero in on an activity can impact whatever you do after the video conference call and a lack of focus behind the wheel can cause serious and potentially deadly consequences. Their advice is cut down on video conferencing the best you can by reducing the number of Zoom meetings. And also, too, try to switch to phone calls if you can, where you can stand up and walk around and get off a computer screen. If you must do a screen, make sure you take breaks between calls and basically stagger your slots and get downtime between them so you can stretch exercise, go to the restroom, make a meal, and mentally relax if you have to. And this is something I've heard from numerous people I know. When Our bodies were not designed to stare at screens all day, especially these blue screens. I know when I've done numerous uh, Skype video conferences and radio shows and video shows, and Dad can test as well, and you do two, three, four Skype shows in a day, dude, it wipes you out. It, it, it mentally wipes you out. And then a lot of these people, because they're working all day on these Zoom conferences, when they get off of them, they got to go run errands or they got to run to the store. They got to go pick up the kids. And so they're jumping right in the car after they've been on Zoom meetings for three, four, five, six, seven hours straight. And they said it's massively increasing 
the issue with attentiveness and awareness and reflexes while driving. And they're claiming that in some cases, extreme use of these teleconference cases with Zoom meetings can actually cause you to drive just impaired as you were if you were drunk driving right after these meetings from doing them all day long. So again, use wisdom on this, my friends. This can be very, very detrimental to your health, especially when driving. But you have to think about it. When you're doing Zoom conferences four, five, six hours a day nonstop, and then you're jumping in the car, you are not going to have the mental capacity to focus what you need to do on the road. What do you think, Dad? A good point, also. Years ago, I ordered a car and it had like a UV camera in the front of it to pick up deer and stuff on the on the on the screen, and the whole dash would light up like a movie projector. I, I kid you not, it actually showed video what was going on in front of the car, and it was one of the most distracting options I've ever had on a car. I immediately shut off and never used it again. So this is nightmarish trying to watch a camera. Same thing is true. You know, my pickup truck, it's got a rear view camera that basically monitors the rear of the car. And if you try to do that thing during the daytime, it's unbelievably distracting because you're watching a video screen in front of you on the, on the mirror. It's weird on my, in my Silverado. So I make sure now at nighttime is pretty convenient because it shows you a lot better as far as what's behind you because it shows a lot better than it does at night. But during the day, it's a waste of time, a waste of money, and it's dangerous. I've fussed at so many people that I've known over the years that would do basically video conferencing or Zoom calls or do a basically recording of their podcast while they're driving. Like they don't have anything else to do besides pay attention. And I called one of them up. I said, what the heck are you doing? But he's a Christian. I said, don't do this. It's a really bad example. I said, just stop. You don't have to take four minutes to do a video podcast while you're driving. Don't pay it. Just pay attention to how you're doing driving. I'll give the guy credit. He quit doing it because it was ludicrous that he was doing that. It's it's important that we stay. When you basically are driving a car, you need to make sure you're driving the car. Just remember that. By the way, the Supreme Court could greenlight a warrantless gun seizures. I talked about that last week. The Supreme Court heard arguments in Ganglia and Strum on whether police could enter a home without a warrant under a community caretaking exemption to the Fourth Amendment right against unreasonable search and seizure. The case stems from a 2015 incident in Rhode Island in which the police entered an innocent man's home without his permission and confiscated his firearms. Guys, this never ends. And this is what they want. This is what red flag gun laws that Donald Trump pushed nationwide were all about, just coming in and taking your stuff. By the way, the Biden's disapproval is soaring as as 170,000. Listen to that. 170,000 illegal immigrants flooded the U.S. in March, the most in a decade. I mean, this is a caravan. I mean, you're looking at five – 1,000 people a day would be 30,000. You know, so you're looking at 5,000 a day would be 150,000. So you're having close to 6,000 people walking across the border into the United States every single day in March. In fact, it's gotten so bad that, you know, the Biden administration is mulling restarting the border wall construction. (laughs) I don't believe they'll do it, but they're talking about it. In less than 90 days after President Biden signaled his immense virtue, by halting construction of the Trump's border wall and canceling future contracts, Biden's beleaguered Department of Homeland Security is exploring whether to restart border wall construction in order to plug gaps in the current barrier. Imagine that. Now, Kamala Harris, the hoe, she basically has decided that she's going to cook a pork roast to do all kinds of other things for Easter and not bother to go to the wall, even though she's one supposed to be in charge of it. So this whole administration is a joke. It's a joke. The whole thing is a joke and guys because of that joke we've all been basically empowered 
and encouraged and basically set on a mission to try to fix it. Guys, I love you. Always remember this. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And this is the day the Lord hath made, and we will rejoice, and we will be glad in it in every single thing we do. I love you guys. I got to pray for you this morning. It was my privilege as always. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely, my friends, and thank you again for the support of Health Masters and all of the just local businesses. Continue to keep supporting them. We're just trying to encourage everybody in this country to continue to support one another. Stop supporting these big, giant box companies the best you possibly can. I know some people have different contracts they do with businesses and stuff like that. I get that, but for the most part, do the most you can, especially when it's your money that you have a choice on. Use it to support companies. Here at Health Masters, we try to bring you the highest quality supplements in the world. And that's why I've had people call me up before and they go, well, I bought this and this and this. You told me to buy this, but I went ahead and bought it from Walmart, so I need to know how much to take. My response is, go to Walmart and ask them how much to take, bud. I thought my product, I didn't sell you the $2 a bottle stuff from China off the Walmart shelf. Go get their opinion on it. If you don't want to buy it from me, go talk to the people you want to buy it from. But thank you again for those that have supported us and those that continue to support us. You know, so we don't do commercials on the show. I don't have, I have zero commercials on our show right here. 57 minutes straight talk about the truth. Thank you for supporting Health Masters. HGH Stimulate on sale as product of the week. Over 15% off. One of the most popular products we've ever produced. Pre-workout, intra-workout, pre-bed can be used multiple different ways. Incredible product to increase blood flow, increase energy and muscle stamina. Check it out on the website, healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Stay prepped as always, my friends, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.